Welcome to CII Podcasts. I welcome you all to the session of Design Talk series organized by Confederation of Indian Industry in collaboration with World Design Organization and the Galileo Carvenish Technology Private Limited. We'll be happy to share that CII has been earnestly pursuing the strategy for promoting and leveraging design towards accelerating economic growth. CII has diligently worked to bolster and support the economy and society by demonstrating the vital role of design in making businesses more competitive and public service more effective. We are pleased to have World Design Organization's partnership for this initiative. WDO is an organization with global footprint advocating, promoting and sharing knowledge of industrial design driven innovation that has the power to create a better world. Our supporting partner, Be Galileo Carbonish Technology Private Limited is one of the next generation learning platform by that brings a multi-channel, which is the digital multidimensional cognitive coverage and multidisciplinary academic coverage approach at a scale using the best of AI, voice, IoT, well-directed content. We Kalilio currently sells in over 40 countries. With this, now I would like to introduce today's key speaker for the session. Professor TJ Kim is a professor of industrial design at Purdue University teaching strategic product development process and methods. He is also a founder of Wonder Mark Spaces, a global maker education platform that focuses on experiential learning through technology. Before joining Academia, he has also worked at consultancy and corporate for more than 20 years as a design leader, driving, delivering leading edge products and business solutions. His work have won over 30 international design awards hold more than 60 US patents and designed about more than 300 products. He has been involved with various universities and design communities, giving lectures on design thinking, maker uh, education, technology integration, and coordinating many innovation workshops for non-designers and community organizations. Professor TJ Kim's research interest is the design commercialization, makerspace and micro-manufacturing movements and developing innovative community platforms that allow students to gain real industry experience and knowledge by collaborating with others and sharing their expertise. Mr. Vivek Shorya is a business leader with varied experience across large global enterprises and at niche startups, having set up and turned around businesses, taking them from incubation to over 200 MUSD businesses, expanding from one country to over 40 countries in an exceptionally quick time. He has been a public speaker and thought leader having been invited at the biggest forums from Pick Innovation Summit and many other summits on that, and uh, in international seminars at Infosys and other global organizations. He was awarded the Economic Times Global Indian Leader 2022 for turning around and establishing a global business during pandemic and established the brand in over 40 countries. He has been awarded with multiple honors, including the Inspirational Leader Award and multiple awards for excellence for his exceptional business leadership and emphasis. An exceptional information technology and design consultant, he has multiple patents filed to his name and has just founded another globally unique company in his words. Will likely revolutionize how people consume products and services and how enterprises serve their customers. With this, now I would like to hand it over to Mr. Vivek Shorya to initiate the conversation with Professor DJ Over to you, Mr. Vivek Shorya. Thank you, Shobhat. We are going to speak about how design uh, can 
to fundamental changes how imbibing uh, intricately imbuing this into the lifestyle in, into the learnings and the uh, working styles of uh, of uh, individuals and society and nation how can they have a revolutionizing transformational impact for the betterment of world uh, professor vyas touched upon sustainability a uh, lot of it uh, is, will have to come from uh, the innate uh, ability to empathize and do design thinking a lot of those sustainability solutions are coming as a direct result of of uh, uh, grassroots design thinking and uh, i'm i'm absolutely uh, glad that we we have this conversation uh, you know in in our educational curriculum that we have developed which actually claims uh, uh, a few things of world's unique stuff one key imperative that we are trying to build among kids is how to build use maths to build empathy and for developing a problem solving uh, trait into them where they look for applying knowledge in a empathetic way that we our whole curriculum is around that we are saying our program helps kids young kids cognitively develop as more empathetic problem solving leader broadly that relates to what professor kim is going to talk later today thank you so much uh, again and just to just to start the, this whole conversation today design you know uh, design thinking is is absolutely uh, uh, you know the biggest priority most organizations to have today the standard and poors rating today says those uh, the the top companies that invested in design thinking have over 200% higher roi than those who didn't and i'm i'm sure this data uh, actually if if we look into the companies and enterprises look doing things more correctly you know and and better from from the foundation level up and i think this the return on investment logic will go a lot more higher you know i was just looking at the uh, the some some of the data uh, about how what really affects design thinking as a as a as a culture and uh, you know when when we look at and i would like to uh, when we go back to professor kim and uh, to hear uh, uh, his experience and the wisdom around this topic that countries who have had more empathy as a culture uh, countries who have a structure of methodically thinking being more disciplined and countries who have a free flowing ideation environment you can broadly call it democracy uh, with with a few uh, exceptions beyond that as well those are the countries and and a mix of those are the ones who are filing the biggest number of patents and it's a, it's a startling data those who have better who rank among the top 10 in empathy those who rank among the top 10 in discipline as a country and there are scientific ratings those who are who rank among the top 10 in innovation and patents being filed you the ones who have who are having common traits are doing the best i'm not surprised but i would like to hear from professor kim 
uh, when when we hear him you know so to start with professor kim what we want to know and and all the participants on behalf of everyone here how can design thinking be perceived as a method to create the future of the future you know the what can how can design thinking make our future better how can it shape the future of what is going to come yeah uh, okay Thank you, uh, Mr. Vivek and like, yeah, this is like my fourth time like coming to this conference and like I've been involved with the CIA like many activities like in the in the past. And uh, we've been talking about this like design thinking and the design policy. like I love like hearing about design policy, how India is like as a government is trying to uh, add value to the industry and the community by integrating design and the design thinking. This is uh, like a really important for any countries like who are trying to like improve their countries and who is like trying to improve the economy like system. In my opinion, design is the future. <laughs> uh, it's a simple word. Like, well, what that means? Like, we are trying to build the future, and like we have to expect. Like, we have to forecast what's going to happen in the future. And uh, in design process, we can actually do that. Like, we can expect. Like from learning from people's like today's behaviors and their desires, we can actually learn what people want in the future. So through design, we can deliver the future. That's what I think about design. And the design adds so much value to the economy and like people's lifestyle. Like we like we are living in this like sort of a world like environment for decade, but we haven't done much like change the world. And the design is about that. Like it's about philosophy of changing the world. And the design thinking also helps to find uh, like applications of new technology. We talk about technology, AI, metaverse. I mean, all those are great technology, but we have to find the right applications of those. And the design is the method to find those like the applications. And uh, also, <laughs> I have to say this: design helps to improve our education system. A lot of things have changed in the world. Like a whole industry is changing. Like. And our lifestyle is changing, our, but our education has not been changed for a decade. That's a, a big problem. There's a, a huge gap between the, the education and like technology that's happening throughout the world. And uh, we, through design, I believe that we can reshape our community and the world. I, the, that's the true meaning of design to me. Okay. Absolutely, I think you you just touched upon the most. Uh, I would say the raw, raw nerve of the good and the bad of of uh, what is happening and how design can be uh, used as the jet fuel for for fast tracking transformation and betterment of the world. And, and I think you just touched upon. Uh, so, are you suggesting, Professor Kim, that siloed and uh, siloed education and uh, a too much methodical and too much structure being brought into siloed education uh, domain is that a impediment in people thinking from a solution point of view is that is, is that what you are saying that that becomes an impediment in in finding a solution which leverages cross domain yeah i mean if you look at the design like the previous education it was about knowledge going into our head like we are actually accumulating the knowledge in our head. If you look at the design process, it's about outtaking. So there's an intake of knowledge and the outtake of the knowledge. 
I see the design process as outtake of the knowledge. And we haven't been somewhat doing a lot of education around that. And like, so we have to change the way we evaluate the students. Like we have to see how they can actually use the knowledge to find the new applications of knowledge. And our evaluation system should be based on that. Not so much about how people can memorize things well. Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for that, uh, Professor. So coming, moving forward, just extending that thought, and I think that's, that's uh, absolutely intriguing and, and it generates a lot more curiosity, I'm sure, for all the participants. We, how do and why do we see certain countries, certain cultures do better on design thinking, in, on integrating design and using design to improve lives uh, or, you know, in their own cultures and countries versus a few others who don't really, uh, who are not, who are underutilized on, on this aspects. What, how do you think this can be integrated into the lives and the uh, learning uh, trajectory of, uh, you know, across the world? How, how do we do this better? So if you, Think about the basic principles of design thinking. The idea is to think from the other person's point of view. That's the like a basic principle. So we have to think differently. How wearing the like different hats of other people, understanding what others not want. And based on that, like if we look at the U.S. culture, like U.S. is a melting pot. Like we have a lot of people coming from different countries, and the design thinking sort of started and formed in U.S. because of the reason. We are trying. To, we are always trying to understand how the other cultures think in U.S. We are trying to improve our environment and the culture in U.S. That sort of became sort of a design thinking principle as well. So if you look at that, it is pretty obvious that like in other countries like uh, India or Korea, like or Japan, they have to think about how others think like outside their country. The whole idea of creative thinking is like, here's a sort of knowledge we have within the country. How can we be creative? Like looking at things from other, other point of view, looking at our own country. Like that's the most important thing. Like as a country, how design thinking can be improving their like economy and like other part of the system. And the design thinking like helps to understand like how others will do things differently. So it's not about only about thinking. What we really have to follow is the action. Like what we really have to do is using the principle to think differently. However, if we don't take any actions to make a change, there's no value to it. So taking it like really thinking is the first step, but making it happen is a second step that has to follow. Otherwise there's no value of design thinking. Thank you so much, uh, Professor. And you, you spoke about uh, uh, U.S. and India. I mean, I have I spent uh, quite some time working, been been in numerous uh, design thinking sessions in San Jose and uh, Boston and everywhere from the pharma to the the, the largest device uh, manufacturers of the world. That those are based uh, and and those those are absolutely ferociously focused on design thinking as, as an as an innovation lever and the whole world admires them uh, uh, companies like apple for instance so i i mean i'll, I'll go back to uh, you know what uh, we as a nation 
uh, in India are trying to do. How can a country of 1.4 billion people with a very diverse population, uh, I wouldn't say in terms of cognitive capabilities, but in terms of the means and the levers of uh, formal education, we have a you know strata of society which is very which has access to diverse uh, levels of uh, uh, education. How can India uh, use its diversity, its basic ethos of uh, empathy, which is ingrained in culture, and I, it in India ranks well on on that aspect. Actually, uh, how can we and uh, and 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 a very aspirational uh, diaspora of, of young. Uh, people around here what is it that we could do better as a country uh, of a large young population uh, which is highly aspirational and has reasonably decent educational foundation that's a great question like i mean uh, not only as a india like uh, i mean as uh, like uh, other countries like uh, korea japan and uh, many other countries taiwan uh, even European countries thinking about that. Like, I think the definition of design has changed, but people are still sticking, like, has the old mindset about design. That's a problem to begin with. Design is like much more diverse now. Like, as you said, it's not only about like aesthetic development. It's about technology. It's about culture, changing the culture. Many people don't still don't understand that. That's the, like one of the major problems. But at the same time, the, there are many great students and like intellectual individuals like already influencing, like the from the people from India coming to US, like they some of them are, are my students. They are already influencing the world. Like we don't realize that we don't see that happening within India. That's the only problem. Like if we look at the, a lot of like tech companies in US, like the CEOs and the CTOs are like from India, <laughs> like and you can see that happening already. Like the Indian like leaders are actually influencing the world, but the whole idea is that like it's not so much about being Indian or or like American or like Korean. It is about like looking at the the world as like a, the one single like sort of entity, and how can we become the leader of the world? That's the, like the basic question like we that we have to ask, and in order to accomplish that, we have to understand other cultures, and respect the other culture, and adopting some of the new culture, because we see some of the culture coming from the other countries. So like we are kind of objection to the, those cultures sometimes, many times, you know, as you know. But we have to learn to adapt, like some of the new cultures, and uh, I see that happening a lot in Korea. Like I mean, with the K-pop and the K movement, they have learned to adapt the other culture, and they made it into their own culture. So I see a lot of mingling of culture that's happening. I think in India right now is a time, a period to adapt, like the new culture that's coming from the other countries. I think that's the the best way to like improve the, like this uh, the leadership because design, as I mentioned at the beginning, design helps to understand how people think like differently. So we have to adapt the whole principle as a, like a part of like a direction, not as a, only as a designer, but as a whole nation. We have to understand how others are thinking differently. The moment we adopt that, like the the new philosophy, 
I think we can bring this like uh, this the change happening in India as well. Thank you so much, Professor. I think you you actually touched upon my next question in in, in the answer. And uh, what you just mentioned is uh, that uh, you know we need to and and that broadly reflects into understanding others' perspective. You know that is what you uh, highlighted, which is so. Uh, so extremely important, so intricately uh, dependent uh, on, on, on being a design thinking will naturally come to those who are able to put themselves into the shoes of other and can appreciate other point of view. In, and obviously that, that could be the end user, the customer for, for uh, many of them. So uh, absolutely uh, great words there uh, from you, uh, Professor Kim. Now, uh, Broadly extending on the same question, and and you already part of it you have answered. But how is it that uh, as a, a tech company and as a you know the as a world citizen and obviously uh, as an Indian, which which has a significant portion of the world population today, uh, how do we bring design into the default learning trajectory of young kids of societies because this is this is not about education this is about betterment this is about improving lives this is about finding solutions which are perhaps could be right in front of you you need to have a hack which which uh, is which, which which actually is able to see those uh, problems see 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 the culmination of uh, tricks and tactics to be able to bring out uh, a solution which works for everyone which is in the best interest of your you know your surrounding your society your nation or the world how do we bring it uh, as a as a culture as a way of life very early on for you know right from young kids is there something that because a lot of the behavior and core behavioral aspects which are a prereq for being a good design thinker are actually behavioral. How do we, what, what are those those things that needs to be cared for to bring that level of change from grassroots, from young learning days of, of uh, families, uh, if you will? So you bring out like interesting question, like a design culture being integrated into like a different levels of like a society. Like a, from a, like education point of view, community culture point of view, industry point of view, and like even government policy point of view, there's a lot of different levels of like design thinking, like integration that need to happen. So, like I see design thinking or design as whole thing as a part of the foundation course in like K through 12. That's that was my research. Like how can I integrate design as a part of the like young education culture? Because we like you go through math, science, and like the English, like all those different topics. I'm actually thinking, why isn't there design? Because uh, there's a lot of evidence, like uh, the online classes I see, like Udemy or like uh, a lot of like uh, YouTube contents I see, they are actually teaching design, <laughs> like uh, learning how to make a video and like uh, teaching like how to do like uh, the graphics, all that stuff. It's uh, like uh, it's on YouTube. But I don't see that happening at school. How come we are trying to learn that through YouTube, 
but not at the school. <laughs> like I, I'm questioning about that all the time because like a lot of contents on YouTube I see it's all design related contents. And we see like, oh, there is a need for design education, but that's happening outside the school. And that's actually a big problem. Like, how come this is not becoming one of like, the course we are teaching like math or English? Like that is like definitely not happening. I don't see it happening in many countries right now. That is one like one of the reasons why I created like this like a new type of education. And I'm actually currently creating like online contents. And I'm meeting with the Brazil and the Thailand right now, like through the summer, like trying to see like we are trying to like distribute this like video content and see if they can use this video to teach their own kids. So I'm, I'm like in the process of teaching the teachers. But this needs to happen like throughout the world, like because we see a lot of changes happening like in the world, but not with education. I think that's the first step we have to do really to integrate whole design thinking to community because it needs to start from the like the early age otherwise we cannot train the like older dog like there's a lesson you know that like yeah if the person has like a sort of like this fixed mindset they cannot change their mindset like it is easier to change their mindset while they're young as a, like a young growing kids so like what I really want to emphasize that like is the design is more of a philosophy. A lot of people like with the design thinking now saying that it's a process and methodology. I agree. However, that does not like change the world. What needs to happen is accepting the design as a more philosophy. Like this is a philosophy that everyone has to believe in. Otherwise, we cannot make this change happen. So. We have been saying that design thinking as like an innovative process methodology. I agree to that. And there's like a really great process we can follow. However, if we don't believe in that, like nothing will change. Like so some of the things like I wanted to emphasize is that like design thinking or the design has to become part of the culture. And that need to be educated from young age like i really want to emphasize that thank you so much uh, professor kim and uh, i think uh, how do we uh, i mean in i'm sure in in your uh, long checkered uh, career uh, as, as a design expert as a professor you would have come across lot many uh, learners lot affected lot many lives in a great way I want to hear for the benefit of a lot of participants uh, uh, who have joined us on, on this forum today. How would you have a few examples, uh, real anecdotes that you would have come through uh, in your uh, 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 in, in your career? Would you mind sharing a few instances of students becoming and coming out as as design experts through uh, in their engagement in their projects in anything something where they belied uh, what uh, you know which which showed up their inner inner trait of a design expert despite still not having the experience or the exposure which a lot of uh, people can claim in the corporate world mm -hmm. sure so 
even myself, I was working for the industry for 20 years before, before like uh, joining Purdue University. I was uh, developing a lot of products, like tangible like uh, products that I can sell and buy. Like uh, so, I made a lot of companies millionaires, <laughs> but I wasn't feeling so happy about it. Like uh, you know what? Like I wasn't really changing the world. When I was uh, going to the school, like I wanted to change the world. That was my dream. Okay, but as I was working for the industry, I was developing more junk in a way. Okay, I was creating things that was not necessary, like for the community or society. I was selling the product, helping making the companies make money. And then like I decided to volunteer my time okay, and uh, work for this community organization. And I was able to help this uh, black American kid. Like, uh, he was a gangster, like he was involved in gangster. And he had a daughter when he was 13 years old. I helped him out. And I saw a miracle happening. He got invited to like a present to Obama's White House. And he got awarded like, from that. Like the, my engagement with him helped him get, a, get an award from the President Obama. And he entered the Conan University, even though he didn't have a good grade, like because of his passion. After that, I believed in like a community platform, like, like how can we create a culture, new culture? We need to create more platforms, community platforms. So because of that, I actually pushed that into our students' practice. So one of that, like the project our students done uh, last like, year is the police rebranding. Because in U.S., police like the perception of police is like really bad, and like there's a racism and like there's a, a law enforcement like going wrong way. So we actually our students got involved with the police department, the city police police department, and designing the culture how the police department can be perceived differently. So we create a lot of different things like a, such an example. It's like a, when you are doing online purchase, you actually like you have to buy from person to person. What if we set up the like exchange center in front of the police department? Because there is a lot of like the crime happens like when you are actually selling things and buying things from person to person. So if we set up the like exchange center in front of the police department, no one's gonna try to like do like a personal crime, a crime, commit a crime. And another thing is like when I was at Northwestern University, we created a design for America, like really finding problems from like a local community and what like understanding what problems community face and how can we as a student solve the problem that community face together. And then like another thing is we created like a um, yearly design conference inviting many people from different disciplines like uh, our students, like as a senior, do this as a project. And like what they do is designing the whole conference and inviting like important speakers from like engineering or polytech, like liberal arts, like different type of speakers speaking about design. Like that's like a, a, another thing we've done. But there's another like the practice we've done is design now. It's an online hackathon platform. So, in 2009, 2017, we had like 30 different schools all around the school working on the same topic, like designing things for people with disability as a whole topic. And the whole 
like all the schools around the world participated and like they are working on this simultaneously on the same day. So utilizing technology, we can actually build a bigger community. And that's some of the practice we've done. Like, so I see this as a like a design leadership training. So at school, we should not only like think about hands-on education, but we need to also educate the students to build the design leadership. This design leadership training is important, essential learning at school environment. Thank you so much, Professor. I think uh, absolutely a very, very powerful point and uh, uh, particularly the point that you made about the gentleman who got, got awarded by President Obama, the from what a transformation that goes on to just show uh, design is not limited to industry, not to enterprises, not to corporates. It's it's about it's lot broader. It's about every aspect of life, every aspect of a society and and a nation across across the different countries. It it's about betterment. It's about improving things, thinking differently, thinking from the other's point of view and trying to do the best uh, across a diverse set of solution uh, areas. So I think that's a, that's a very, very imperative point and that is something uh, just broadens the horizon for, for design thinking, uh, so to say. And uh, there's a lot to learn, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, uh, there will be other opportunities to talk to you on this because there is there is a wealth of knowledge clearly that you have and a lot of examples. I do recall uh, having some interns uh, from some local U U.S. universities who surprised us because they brought in raw, fresh ideas, fresh perspective that people like us who were in the room could not think because we were thinking beyond. We had a had an artificial, a pseudo restriction in terms of what is available for us to solve problems. But when we had those completely fresh mind, they thought beyond those means, uh, those uh, virtual means or, you know, the pseudo constraints that a lot of people build in terms when they think about solution. And, and uh, they actually surprised us in terms of finding solutions which were beyond the obvious, and I, I think those, those are some of the classic example of design thinking. Uh, in terms of uh, as, as the technology today is changing very rapidly, uh, you know, uh, every every couple of years. Uh, right now, we are talking a lot about Chat GPT, and I, I'm sure this is going to have a profound impact. Obviously, this is not going to take away lives. Uh, of people from the earth but yes this is going to have a profound impact we are mulling around all of us in industry trying to leverage as best as possible be ahead of the game what is your advice for how can we integrate technology in better into to make the design thinking process the leverage of design thinking better what how do we bring make it more creative bringing newer innovative technologies within the part of design thinking and learning process this is a really interesting question like uh, this and the topic and uh, as a professor produm now like as a recall like i mean i've been working on this from 2014 
when I started working on this, people were like, what is he doing? He's a designer. And at the time, people like a designer, they make things. And I was trying to improve the education like, by integrating technology. And the people are like, looking at me like crazy. It's like integrating technology in education, that's like nonsense. And then, like, yeah, 2017 came, people are like, wow, you are a pioneer in this area. And like, yeah, I got invited to Korea, like, yeah, uh, involved in like policy making. Like, how can like Korea improve the education through this technology integration in education? So I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, I mean, technology and the design are like a brother and sister. Like, they're like together, but we don't know each other. Like, brother and sister is like, we are together as a family, but we don't understand each other. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like about design and technology. But until now, I think we found a way to integrate design and technology work together because design is about thinking outside, like thinking future. Like we can forecast the future, but how can we deliver the future using the technology? Without using the technology, in the past, like let's say 30 years ago, we had we had understanding of the future as a designer. Well, we, could, we couldn't deliver the future, why? the technology wasn't there. So there was a big innovation gap happened 30 years ago, like because of the like technology delay. For example, Motorola phone, like, yeah, we saw the phone like on like a TV drama, like a movie, like a 1930s. <laughs> and like there was a communicator, Scotty beat me up and like, yeah, it's like a uh, communicator will actually help me communicate with someone on the, the Star Trek ship and on art we saw that happening and like yeah engineer from Motorola like he saw that like on tv and he wanted to create that experience it took him 15 years to create that experience and then in order to what he created is a big brick of phone and then it took another 15 years to create something small star tech i don't know if you remember that like a phone StarTech was the first phone it was able to forward and open. <laughs> and it took about 30 years to deliver what people wanted to see. That's how the technology was so slow, like at the time. But we are seeing, facing like a different problem now. The technology is much more advanced than where you can imagine. There's a human adaptability delay that's happening now. I wrote a, like an article about this like a, a way long ago. It's like an innovation gap is happening now because of human adaptability delay. That's the that's the like a reality now. <laughs> like we cannot catch up the speed of the technology as a humankind. What is the design valuable design? We can imagine what the future look like. And through design, we can actually deliver the future user experience using today's technology. That's the power of design thinking and the design. Absolutely, I think that's uh, uh, that's a very intriguing take, and uh, you you just mentioned about how fast technology has become, and I think design is uh, is something that is allow going to allow people to cope with it, make it more meaningful. The uses of technology, one to be able to cope and uh, uh, run with the the speed of technology evolution, and keeping it purposeful. Uh, absolutely uh, spot on, Professor. We would love to hear more. Uh, I will. I will move on to my next question. 
uh, that uh, we have from your experience professor kim uh, and with you talked about the speed of technology being uh, and the capabilities actually shaping how a, as a designer you need to think uh, on on your feet all the time what changes you foresee or predict into the design process amendment uh, is that something which the learning diaspora the the students community uh, learners have to be mindful of uh, if yes what are those uh, uh, you know the things which people need to worry about so here's the thing design thinking is about collaborative thinking isn't it like a human to human collaboration mm-hmm. what we need to do is now human to machine collaboration and the machine to machine collaboration and the back machine to human collaboration like those collaborations will help us to develop new innovative like the system so we should like think through differently like the, if the past design thinking is about human to human collaboration now we need to think about human to machine collaboration so we are actually doing that like in our classroom like we are using the chat gpt and like a mid journey and the dali and all that stuff like right now in our classrooms how do we use it we are not trying to look for answers the problem the wrong way of using the chat gpt or the google is that you are asking for the answers that's wrong what we are doing in the class is we are asking for different type of methods what are the different type of methods like we are asking and we as as a human kind have to pick the right method so we cannot like if you have used chat gpt uh, it's funny that like they pretended to be always right but they are not right and you ask a question they don't know but they still try to answer the question I'm like I'm looking at that as like a funny thing like and some students won't even even question that that's a problem a lot of students are like looking at that as an absolute answer I'm like no you should ask a question is that right or wrong like that is the like the behavior we have to build when we are like collaborating with the machines we shouldn't take that as an answer we should always question that why they are answering in such a way that's the human behavior <laughs> we don't like i mean we are having conversation all the, all the time between human and human okay i don't believe everything you say <laughs> sometimes i question you and a lot of time like our current behavior with the human to machine we take that as absolute like, answer we shouldn't do that we should ask the machine like the question i lower challenge the machine like we don't believe the believe you then we can actually come to uh, like a new innovation that's the like a kind of like a collaboration we need to do with the machine and human so uh, i believe like we actually wrote like the paper about this like but problem solving like is like a sort of like a current method of like design thinking but what's like really important is the problem finding and the decision making like what human kind do the best is those two areas because machines always see problems from the data but if you think about it like a big data exists like and we always knew there was a problem what we don't see is the small data like we actually didn't think there was a problem but we see that as a problem new kind of a problem human can find those such a thing and we can define the problem 
And another thing is decision making. Like it's like, a, yeah, if there's a woman who are pregnant and there's a man, a millionaire, who are you gonna save? If you ask the machine, the machine is gonna save the millionaire. But as a humankind, like I have empathy, I definitely save the like a human, a woman who is pregnant. Why? There's there are two people's lives. So that's that's the question we need to ask. Like I mean. That's the empathy that matters. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, uh, Professor.、Uh, thank you for bringing. I, I think these are stuff that people need to think fundamentally differently, and、uh, this is this is amazing. The other point that you touched about,、uh, Professor Kim, was the talking to machine and questioning the machine. You are absolutely right. When when something doesn't work, people take it as Fit accomplished that. Oh, this is how it is now. Let me adjust. Let me go back and see what are the alternates. But the point is, we need to question. That is when we will make that machine better. And if unless from our example, if somebody had not questioned the hydrogen balloons,、uh, the jet propeller propelled uh, uh, aeroplanes would not have come. Somebody didn't question jet propelled.、Uh, sorry, the propeller propeller based. Uh, uh, Aeroplanes, the jet engines wouldn't have come. So there are people. These are examples of people who question the machines of their time to make improvise it and to make it better for the future. So I think very very important points. Thank you so much,、uh, Professor Kim. What would be your advice if you have to give one or two bullet points to the student community? What would that advice be? I know it's a tough one.、Uh, it's it's there's there's no.、Uh, Panisha for for learning and being a great designer, so to say. But what what that、uh, fundamental advice would be of of a great uh, 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 somebody who has so, has, a, has a great amount of knowledge in this area. So I actually like tell my students all the time: don't be a follow, be a leader. Like believe in yourself. Like, but be a leader, be a designer, but. Also, as a community leader, like we are sometimes like isolating ourselves, saying like our I'm a engineer, I'm a designer, I'm a like a politician. We are isolating ourselves. No, that's not the whole point. We should become a community leader. Like we need to think about what others will need, like want. Otherwise, we are always like sort of like.、Uh, Like wearing the like a single hat, like only thinking about myself and my fellows only. <laughs> we need we should like think about others. The whole world is think thinking differently. That's the first thing. How do you become a leader? Like you should think and make things happen and take an action. Taking an action is hard. Like you can actually make things physically using computers or like machines. However, taking action to lead people. So tough, and how do you get better in that? It's like it, I talk about these three like reactions. Like so, action. Like we talk about active people. Like active people are doing things well. By like when you tell someone to do it, they do it really well. Okay, but there are some people reactive people. It's like oh, I do things like if this happens, <laughs> they always question things and like, but there are. People who are proactive, like you know what, like I'm gonna actually be like in front of other people, proactive, 
and I'm going to lead people. I'm standing in front of others. Some people may say that's like arrogant. Like, I don't say that that's arrogant. It's a sacrifice. I'm sacrificing myself. Being a first, there's so much danger waiting for you. <laughs> like, you can't be the first one getting a shot, like, if we are in a war. But you are being brave. Like, that's what it is. You are not being arrogant, selfish. You are taking action and leading other people. That sacrifice needs to be done. Thank you. Brilliant take, uh, Professor Kim. Brilliant take. Uh, you, you just said initiative. You brought in a leadership aspect of taking initiative, triggering a change. And as you just said, uh, the one who initiates always runs the risk of being the odd one out, perhaps, for the immediate uh, uh, moment. But that is when a change is triggered. And I'm sure everyone who is who is uh, listening to you now uh, would have uh, taken some very, very important points for their life as a learner and as, as a problem solver of the future. Professor, just one last one I yep. before we, we wind up uh, today. Uh, design is at the cusp of uh, STEM, science and technology, uh, broadly at, uh, for the STEM education. What is it that you uh, see that needs to change uh, from, from a design curriculum, from a design learning uh, methodology as an industry or as an academia or as a, in, uh, as, a, as a student, as a learner? What is it that we need to prepare for? Are we going to be serving for a different kind of profiles as we as the technology team rolls into lot higher speed How, what is your take on that so technology integration is important but a lot of time way we are making the mistake is like such a technology come out we always think about oh wow what can we do with the technology that's not the right approach we have to think about what is the future experience we are to build first Okay, what is other technologies that can help me build the experience? That's the right approach. But a lot of the time, like people see technology, they're only thinking about a single technology. But it's technologies, not single technology. So when you think about the holistic experience, we have to integrate multiple levels of technology. Some of them are traditional technology, some of them are new technology. We shouldn't only look at the new technology as a solution either. So like when we are doing technology push, that's wrong. When we are doing technology integration, that's right. So we have to look at two different paths of technology integration in design, not so much about only technology push. So that is like, a, so <laughs> the, my last word like that I can like a, uh, proud. Technology can help us a lot achieving our goals, like our desires. So desire curse comes first, our experience comes first before the technology. That we have to remember, remember that. Wise words, and I think that, that couldn't have been summarized better than this. Uh, that, that should be the tagline for the entire session today. Uh, the experience has to be shaping the technology. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, Professor Kim. Uh, pleasure speaking and uh, uh, great listening to you and hearing your your experience, your expertise uh, on this subject. 
Thank you for listening to CII Podcasts.